uh, Pastor Mallory, Hope International Ministries. Uh, as you said that you like my spirit and just there's something about me, I must say the same about you. I just take a, took a liking to you. Uh, definitely when I saw you with the herstory with Pastor Ebony, thank God for her. Uh, thank God for the connections that God is bringing forth within this season as well. So I bring greetings from New Destiny Worship Center, International Ministries in Tom's River, uh, where the senior pastor is my husband, Apostle Miguel Ramos. So it is, again, an honor and a privilege to be here with you all tonight. So I'm not going to be before you too long, but I did come with a word of the Lord just to encourage each and every one of you. How many of you out there that is viewing right now or who will ever watch the replay ever got to the point that you became dull? That you needed a little bit more, if you will, oomph, right? Or you just felt a little stuck in certain instances in your life, but you know what God may have spoken in your life, but it seems as if you may have forgotten it a little bit. So tonight we want to uh, begin to speak a little bit about that. And I pray that you leave empowered, that you leave inspired, that you leave encouraged, because God is in the midst of doing something dynamic, and we don't want to miss the move that God is doing in our midst. Let us enter into a word of prayer. Father God, in the most precious name of Jesus, we come before you acknowledging you, oh God, giving you glory, giving you all of the worship that is due your name, God. We open up our mouth and declare that you are good, that you're worthy of praise, that you're worthy of adoration, God. We are here, Lord God, on this Tuesday evening, Lord God. We could have been doing anything else. We could have been sitting back, watching a show, watching a movie, but we are here. God, because we want to hear from you, because we want to fellowship with you. We want to commune with you. God, we desire to hear what the spirit is saying unto us within this hour, God, how we ought to stand firm. So Father, I thank you as your willing vessel, God, that as I, as I am here seated in your presence, God, I pray that they see your spirit, that they see your move, that they see and hear your words as they resonate from my heart, through my mouth, through these sound waves, in the name of Jesus, amen. I'm one that say, come on and give God some glory wherever you are. I may not be able to see you, but the presence of the Lord is there, right? We say that the spirit of the Lord is everywhere. He's with me. He's with you. So come on and just give him a little bit of glory. Amen. Give him some glory and praise his name. So tonight I want to come to you with the topic and the title, let me refresh your memory. Yes, yes. Let me refresh your memory. Remember I asked you the question at the beginning, have you ever been in a position where you felt a little dull? Uh, you know, those blades, right? Uh, back in the day, I don't know, they may still have them with the whole iron sharpening the iron. You would have the little uh, metal there and you take the knife and you begin to sharpen it up because it got a little dull when you were trying to cut the vegetables or cut the meat and you're saying, okay, I'm looking for something else. But God is not looking to throw you away. God is not looking to, to use anybody else when he called you into something. He wants to sharpen you. He wants to refresh you. He wants to bring back to memory the things that he has spoken to you in the very beginning. Come on, somebody give God some praise. So I want to refresh in your memory. And I have the scripture that I want to come from. And then I'm just going to break some things down because I think many of us may have forgotten some things. 
Many of us have allowed life to happen. You know how we say life happens or life gets in the way. We go through some trying times and certain experiences and and certain distresses and discouragements and all of these different types of things that we deal with in life. And we sometimes forget what God has spoken to us. So if you have your Bibles with you, let us turn to John 14, and we're going to be reading from the 25th all the way down to, let's just say, the 27th verse. But before we go into the actual uh, text for tonight, I want to bring you up to speed before we actually read. So this is a time where Jesus was speaking with his disciples and he was letting them know that he was getting ready to go to a place uh, that is prepared for them, but he must first go to prepare that place, right? He said, where I go, you will be also. But his disciples couldn't quite understand it. One of them said, which was Thomas, he said, how do we know where you're going? How do we know how to get where it is that you're going? Jesus said, listen, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. You know, in order for you to get to God, you must come through me. Then you had another disciple, Philip, who said, well, how do we even know the Father? All we've seen is you. And Jesus said, if you see me, you've seen the Father. How can you say that you walked with me all this time and you have not even seen the Father? I don't speak anything of myself. See, we don't speak anything of ourselves in this life. Everything that we speak is the words in which God gives unto us to be able to even see the manifestation in our midst. But then you had another disciple to say, okay, Jesus, you want to reveal yourself to us. You want us to see the realness of who you are. But he said, yeah, I want to show you, but I need you just to keep my, my commandments. I need you to just obey me. I need you to love me. And if you're able to do those things, then I'm going to reveal myself to you. And as I go away, God is going to send a helper to you. So now this is where we are led into our scripture of tonight that I want to remind you. I want to refresh in your memory. So in verse 25, and I'm reading from uh, the Amplified, it says, I have told you these things while I am still with you, but the helper, the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener, the one who stands by, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place to represent me and to act on my behalf, I will teach you. He will teach you all things and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. Peace I leave with you, my perfect peace I give to you, not as the world gives to you, but as I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, nor let it be afraid. But let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. Now tell me, Holy Spirit is not amazing. As Jesus have gone and he has ascended back into the heavenly place with our God, the Holy Spirit is with us. 
So if we name the name of Jesus Christ, as we name the name of the only begotten son of our God, if we name the name of Jesus Christ, the one who died and who have risen, then we have the Holy Spirit within us. And the Holy Spirit is the one who reminds us of what God has spoken, not even the words that Jesus spoke, but also the words in which God has instructed us to do in this earth. But I think because hardships come our way that we say, you know what? I know what God said, but I got to do this. I know God said that he'll be my provider, but uh, I got to take this road. I got to work two, three jobs. I have to be able to, you know, go this route or go that route. But God said, I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. I need you to stand in the midst of ad- adversity. I need you to stand in the midst of, of objections. I need you to stand in the midst, even though there may be a fiery situation that you're going through right now. God said, stand in the midst. I will be with you. But I need you to be reminded. And when I say be reminded or for me to refresh in your your memory, God has had spoken this to me. And I thought it was amazing as I was going through this study. Uh, For those of you who are uh, from the ministry, New Destiny, you know, tonight is our Bible study and we have been doing like the etymology of different words within the scripture. And so when I looked at the word refreshing, there was one definition that stuck out to me because I believe that where God has us, that he's in a sense bringing us to the most recent version of who we ought to be. You ever hear the saying, um, I'm becoming, I'm no longer who I used to be. I may not be what I want to be, but we are becoming. So this definition of refresh, it says you refresh in a sense a web page to get the most recent version of that page. See, some of us may have been outdated. I'm going to use myself as an example. You ever had a certain system and you stuck in it for a long time? You were stuck in it for a long time. It became almost like a a comfort zone. It came almost like a law to you. It was a religion to you. And you just stood there through the ages, generation from generation to generation. But God said, I want to refresh you. I want to bring you to the most recent version of who I created you to be. As you have Holy Spirit within you, I did not leave you comfortless. I understand that you may come up against certain challenges, that there may be certain difficulties that may arise. But I want you to understand that Holy Spirit is with you. So let us break down who Holy Spirit is in your life, because, again, you may have been beaten. You may have gone through certain experiences that that had you questioning even your faith. But I want you to understand the power that Holy Spirit have. I want you to understand the authority that Holy Spirit has. I want you to understand the sincerity that Holy Spirit has. And this is who abides within you. He is our helper. He is the person who contributes to the fulfillment of the need to provide for us in the furtherance of our purpose. See, God knew why he mandated us to be upon this earth. He knew there was a purpose that he has given each and every one of us. And in order for 
for us to fulfill the assignment. We needed someone to help, help us. We need someone to guide us. We need someone to be able to teach us. And so Holy Spirit came not of himself, but he came with the assignment that God had given him to remind you of every word that God has spoken, every promise that God has made. If he says that, listen, I will be with you to the ends of the earth, that is something that Holy Spirit will, will refresh in your memory with to remind you that God is with you and he'll never leave you. Another definition of refresh that, that caught me, there were three. The first one was when something is old or dull and you make it as good as it was when it was new. We know that we uh, are new creations in Christ Jesus, right? But we know that there are times that we slip up. Sometimes we make mistakes. Like I said, sometimes we become dull and God has to refresh and remind us to bring us back to the standing from the beginning to let us know he washed us. He cleansed us. It doesn't matter what the enemy has spoken into you and over you. You have to begin to declare what thus says the Lord. Don't remain as a dull saint. Don't remain as a dull believer. Understand and know that if God before you, he's more than anything, the world that can come against you. Another, my, my, my second, but yet last uh, definition of refreshing, because I already gave you the one bringing to the most recent virgin, version of yourself. But here's another uh, definition. And it says, when someone refreshes your memory, they're telling you something that you have forgotten. Have you forgotten your birthright? Have you forgotten the privileges that God has given you? Have you forgotten whose image you bear? Do you Did you forget whose name you carry? Did you forget the inheritance? Did you forget so I come to refreshing you. Somebody say, I am being refreshed on tonight. Begin to declare it in your own house, in your own life, in your own spirituality, in your own mindset, wherever you may be, that I am being refreshed on tonight. Let's talk about another, because I'm here to refresh in your memory now of the things in which God has spoken to you, not the revelation that is going to come down the road, not the things that God will speak futuristically, but I'm talking about the things that you know that God has already spoken to you and you let it go by the wayside because of situations, circumstances, because of, uh, uh, of different obstacles that you were faced with that caused you to drop it or put it down because you had to handle the things that life was throwing your way. But I want you to pick up and declare what thus says the Lord concerning your life, there will be no more, uh, there will be no more crying over the things that God said is yours. You have to begin to stand up, gird yourself, take back the authority that God has given you. Because one thing I know is if you are made aware of something that someone says is yours, if somebody try to take it, I know this is mine. If somebody try to take it and say it's mine, oh no, my name's on it. This is mine. God declared this to be mine. So you have to begin to declare what God says is yours and stop taking the back seat. Stop running away with your tail in between your legs. Stop holding your head down. Raise your head up. Let me refresh you on today. He's your advocate. 
The Lord your God is your advocate. Now, the enemy may be an accuser of the brethren, but we serve a God that has sent his spirit that resides within us. He walks alongside us. He is all around us. He's our advocate. So whatever the enemy may say, whatever those people out there, they talk about the, you know, the haters and this. I stopped talking about them a long time ago because they're not my focal point. I stopped talking about them a long time ago because they're not, you know, they're not my, my, my vision. They're not my focus. They're not even in my language of dialogue. I've changed my narrative. Why? Because if God before me, hey, He's more than the world that come against me. So I don't need to focus on anything but God being who he is. He's our spokesman. He came to aid us. So no longer feel that you're left out there by yourself. When God called you to something, he said, I'll equip you for it. I've equipped you. I make room for you. I make ways for you. Stop falling back. I know you may feel like you need more than what you already have, but I'm giving you the character of the spirit of God that is within you that you no longer have to be timid. The word of God tells us, right? Second Timothy uh, 1 and 7, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but that of power, love, and sound mind. Let us operate in that discipline. Let us have the soundness of mind, no longer being afraid of what is going to come, who's going to leave, who's going to say what, but understanding and knowing that God has given you everything that you need. Somebody also needs to know that he's your intercessor, that he stands in the gap for you, that he pleads and he intercedes. He's your mediator. He know what you're going through. He know those, those late night hours that you paced the floor. He know those late night hours that you were up and you were had a little distress within your spirit. He knows those things and he intercedes. The things that we don't even know what to pray for is just with groanings, right? That's when the spirit know what to say to our father because he's like, all right, your daughter, your son, the assignment that you've given them, yes, they're they're doing well, but they're 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 becoming burdened. And so he's interceding on your behalf. He's going to the Father concerning what you are experiencing. He's saying, God, you sent me to be a help to, to, to your child, to your daughter, to your son. And I'm here to assist, but I'm letting you know they're feeling a little burden. And so God said, Okay, well, refresh them with this remind them of this word. Let them know that uh, that they can take upon my yoke for it is easy and my burden is light. Anybody ever been in situations in your life and then the word of God, it just starts flooding you with what it is that you need and then you start feeling a lot better and a lot lighter. That's the refreshing of your memory that God is saying, hey, I'm with you. Uh, we're in this for the long haul. I did not uh, pay a price for you to leave you. I didn't pay a price for you to give you off to the thrift shop. I didn't pay a price for you just to leave you on the curb. Nope, I'm going to keep you. You are my prized possession. You are God's prized possession. Guess what? He's your comforter. He consoles you. He supports you in your distress. Yes, even in your anger. He reduces the intensity of fears and he calms you. We just talked about that, right? God has not given us a spirit of fear, but that of power of love and the sound mind. He gives you the calm that you need, even when there is a storm that is raging. Jesus said in the word, listen, my perfect peace, I leave you, not as the world gives. Because the world will, will give you a false sense of peace that when everything is going right, 
you can breathe. But as soon as five things are hitting you at once, you're like, oh God, I can't take this. My mind is over here. My mind is over there. But God says, look, I'm your comforter. I support you. I console you. I reduce all of these different fears. I allow you to see God as the nurturer that you need him to be because he cares for you. His word says, cast all your cares, right? Because he cares for you. Guess what else he is? He's a counselor. Hey, me as a woman, I I, I have millions of words to say. And God knows, we say God knows my heart, but God knows my voice. <laughs> Not only do he know my heart, he know my voice because he is my counselor. He is my confidant. He is the one who I go to before I go to anybody else. I love my husband. I love my children. My husband's my pastor, but God is my confidant that I go. He hears my story before anybody else does. So trust me, he hears our voice. He's an advisor. He is a person that is trusted. Ooh, I'm going to stay right there for a moment. He's a person that can be trusted. When we talk about a confidant, it's because we're saying that this person can be trusted with private matters. This person can, this person can be trusted uh, when there are personal problems that's taking place, right? We're not saying, well, you know, well, uh, uh, just, just pray for me. Okay, pray for me about what? For me. That's for me. If there is something that I'm going through and I have a confidant, I'm able to lay it all out. I'm able to be open. I'm able to be naked. As the word of God says, right? We have to give an account to him anyway. So I'm going to be naked and open to the eyes of him whom I must give an account to. So understand and know that he is your counselor. I'm going to bring all this stuff together, but I believe that we have to remember who lies on the inside of us. We have been given an assignment, and I'm going to pray for each and every one of you out there. I may not know your name. I don't know where you're at as a part of the, the country or if you're global, wherever you may be, because I want us to solidify our relationship with God to work with Holy Spirit. So if we know his characteristics, when he is calling us, we're not going to tug. We're not going to pull against him, but we're going to work with him. So we know that he's our helper. He's our comforter. He's our advocate. He's our intercessor. He's our counselor. But guess what? He's also our strengthener. He's the one who gives us strength. How many of you know, whenever you are weak, all you have to do is call on the name of Jesus. He says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. If God knows that he has put you in an assignment he has called you unto something when you feel weary. Be, be not weary in your well-doing, right? We know the, the scripture. If you faint not, right, you're due a season. God knows that, that, that one may plan another waters, but there is an increase that's coming. God desires to increase everything that he planted. Everything that God has planted, he desires to increase. So he don't want it to be plucked up before it's season because many of you have wanted to give up, but God came rushing in like a mighty wind to say, oh no, not right now. You can't because there is an increase on the end of this seed. There is an increase at the end of this journey. So don't give up. There are many assignments that we all have, but we can't give up. We understand when an assignment is given, that assignment must be completed. You can't turn an incomplete assignment in. You're not going to get the grade. But God desires to give us a grade on every assignment. 
And guess what? He provides us the strength that we need in your weakness. His strength is made perfect. Come on. Just give God some glory right where you are real quick, because I just need to give God some glory and thank him for what he has done. Even in my life, there have been times that I just felt, God, this is just too much. Not just as a a new believer, uh, not just as an, an elder, but yes, as a pastor, as a leader in the church, feeling like, God, oh, this is just too heavy. When you want to do so much, but then it just seems like all your hands are tied or it feels like your back is up against the wall. It seems like everything that could go wrong goes wrong. And you're saying, okay, I got to smile. I got to keep it all together because they say, you know, you got to be the strong one. You know, you're the more mature. But guess what? The truth of the matter is we go through things as leaders. We hurt like anybody else hurt. We experience disappointment like anybody else uh, experienced disappointment. We get angry like anybody else get angry. But I believe the whole thing of it all is the discipline aspect of it, that understanding who God is and the assignments that he has given and the words in which he has spoken. Again, let me refresh in your memory of what God has spoken through his spirit. And if God says, that he created you in his image and in his likeness, guess what? You are created in his image and in his likeness. If he said that I've given you dominion over everything in the earth, not not people, over everything in the earth, then guess what? You have dominion. Believe it and live it. We have to get past the belief to live it. When we believe it, we operate. When we believe it, we take action. When we believe it, we walk it out. Amen? So stand by. That which stands by means that he's ready for duty. That means Holy Spirit is ready. He's he's an active duty. He's not sitting on the sidelines like this. He's not twiddling his thumbs. He's like, hey, I'm ready. Let's go. What we got to do? This is the assignment that God has given. Boom, let's go. I'm here to aid you. I'm here to walk with you. I'm right here beside you. I'm awaiting for you. I'm awaiting. I'm awaiting for you to say yes. I'm I'm awaiting for you to respond to God's word. I'm talking to somebody out there. You're you you're waiting for God, but Holy Spirit saying, I told you what God said. I'm waiting for you. I'm awaiting you. I'm stand, I'm on standby. Anybody know standby? You you ready? You got that phone active. You're like, okay, when they call you, you have to be ready. God is calling us. This is a time. This is a season. We know what we're in. Yes, we're still in a pandemic. We're still here. But guess what? There are people that are out there that are still in a stance of disbelief or not knowing. There are people whose faith is is failing them. They have questions up the wazoo. They don't know. But I'm telling you, if we just allow Holy Spirit to lead and guide us and teach us and not be afraid of what it is that we have to enter into, I'm telling you, the kingdom of God will continue to advance, right? It will continue to enlarge. It's not just about the individual. We're many members, right? But it's about the oneness of the body of Christ, the advancement of the kingdom of God. And that should be our sole purpose when we're looking at the gathering of souls for the advancement of the kingdom to give honor and glory unto God. So the spirit of God, he's ready. He's active. He just ready. He's waiting for you. 
You're going to say yes. Are you going to say I will do? Will you fulfill the purpose and plan that God has instructed for your life? Just a question. Then guess what? He also allows us to see the heart of God. The heart of God. God loves us. God loves us. God loves you. God sent his only begotten son. Whoever's watching this, and I want to interject this at this moment. God loves us so much that he sent his only begotten son. That's whoever soul but would so believe in him would have everlasting life. They would not perish, but they would be given the gift even of the Holy Spirit that I speak of. You may feel like I, I can't put away all of these things and you're right by yourself. You can't, you cannot put away, you cannot do away. It may last for a little bit or you may put away one thing, but then you got 50,000 other things that you may not be able to tackle. But if you're listening, if you're watching and you're saying, wow, this, that's a lot of great things about this Holy Spirit, the one who reminds how to live, how to move, how to be, how to instruct, how to flow. Yeah, he's still available. He's still waiting. He's still open to receive more. So God is saying, come to me. I'll give you life. I'm here. All I need you to do is come closer. The word of God says you draw nigh unto him, he'll draw nigh unto you. So if you're in a lost place, a desolate place, a confused place, draw unto God. So if that's you out there and you have no relationship with God, but you're watching and you're looking, hey, you may know people who don't know God or have a relationship and you may want to share this video. I want you to know that God loves you so much. He didn't say that he died for the Christian. He didn't die for the religious. He didn't die for the one who was perfect. He said he died for the whole world. That means everybody with all their mess ups and all their sins. So you're not too far from God's love or his salvation. So Father, I thank you for those who are watching, those who will watch. We thank you for your love being dispersed and being displayed. We thank you for receiving them into your kingdom. God, as they say they believe in Jesus Christ, the true and living, oh God, the one who died and rose on the third day and who is now seated at the right hand of God, as they believe with their heart, if they speak it out of their mouth, that they'll have salvation. And we thank you. It's, it's no gimmicks. There's no attend a Bible study, go to church three days, three Sundays. I don't know. It's to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. And so, Father, we thank you. And as I come to this point, almost of a conclusion, I say almost because I hear the spirit of God speaking more. But as we are reminded of our assignments, because many of you know exactly what they are, but fear has stood in the way. And I talk to myself many of days because fear stands off to the side speaking. Fear says, are you really able to do A, B, and C? But I want to say something in this seat. You have to do it afraid. Fear will be present, but you have to do it afraid. Fear may be present, but God is omnipresent. He's always present at all times. So if you have the great I am on the inside of you, living, moving, and breathing, 
that 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 endows you with things that you know not of. You're like, how did I know this? Because the spirit of God know what you need within the season that you're in. I can guarantee when you step out and you do what thus says the Lord, you'll find yourself further along than you were yesterday. Amen. And so lastly, I want to say he stimulates. He provokes us. He causes us to be alert. He rouses us to action. And when we are roused to action, we say there's no holes bars. Whatever it is that I need to do, think about your family for a second. And I want to leave it here. Think about your family. Think about those family members who do not know God. Think about those family members who are struggling. Think about those family members who uh, have no knowledge of who God is and what he's able to do. Think about that. And when God puts the word in your heart of intercession, of advocacy, of counseling, of being able to stimulate, to arouse, to action, God will endow you what it is that you need within the season that you're in. You don't know why I keep hearing that word season because we, we're in a season that God is now saying, I need to remind you, I need to refresh you so that you're giving people me and not you. That's what the refreshing is, to bring us back to the basis of our Christianity, bringing us back to the basis of our relationship with God. I know that you've experienced things. We're in this world. Yes, we are. And we are going to get hit like others in this world. But God said, I gave a peace. The enemy may try to do all things, but we're not going to focus on that. We have to be aroused to action because the spirit of God is on standby. He's waiting for you. Let's go back to the scripture and I'm going to leave you here before I pray out. I will, in verse 30, I will not speak much longer for the ruler of this world, Satan is coming and he has no claim on me. He has no power over me, nor anything that he can use against me. But so that the world may know without any doubt that I love the father, I do exactly as the father has commanded me. Yeah, God. I do exactly as the father has commanded me and I act in full agreement with him. Now get up and let us go from here. Be in 100% full agreement with God. As you are in agreement with God, when you are in agreement, you're going to walk together. We talk about unless two, right? Agree. You, you can't, you can't move. You can't walk. It's like a tug of war. One's going this way and the other's going that way. And so you're just moving in the same position back and forth. But when you're in full agreement with God, you can get up and you can move. You can take action. You can flow. You can speak. You can declare. You can rise up. You can do what thus says the Lord with the power of the Holy Ghost. So I want to charge you today that if you were dull in your relationship, 
I want to remind you that God has newness for you today. If you were in a place where you have forgotten whatever God may have spoken to you, I want to refresh in your memory that you can remember today that God has declared you righteous, that God has given you an authority and a power. God has given you a word in your mouth that if you will speak life, see we have death and life and the power of our tongue. We have to begin to rise up. If you're one that you need to be refreshing to the newest birth version of yourself, which I like to see say that's a checkbox for us all, that we need to be updated to the newest version of ourselves, that this is a season that God needs him to be seen. We say it, God, let the people see me. Let the, excuse me, let not the people see me. Let them see you. Let the people experience the Holy Spirit. Let the spirit of God manifest. This is the time. This is the time. Father, we thank you. We bless you for tonight. We thank you for all of your your children. We thank you, Lord God, for every word that you declared over their life. God, I speak, oh God, blessings upon them, God, where the adversary tried to come in and rob them. Lord God, where he came in to steal, to kill, and to destroy. We're reclaiming, Lord God, territories. We're reclaiming right now in the name of Jesus relationships. We're declaring, Lord God, the the integrity that you have called for us. We're reclaiming it now in the mighty name of Jesus. God, you came that we would have life and that we would live it more abundantly. God, I pray the abundant life that we step into and we declare it, oh God, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, no longer, Father, coming under, oh God, but stepping above and going over, Lord God, or pressing through wherever you desire us to be, God, may we be in full agreement. May we no longer, Lord God, fight with Holy Spirit, no longer, Lord God, may we tell him to wait. No longer will we say that we are hanging our Christian hat up just so that we can handle a matter and tell people and tell folk what they should do and how they should do it. But God, may we continue to go in the vein. May we be representatives of you. You have chosen us for this work, God. May we, Father God, decide. On your behalf, God. God, you've given us that power. You've given us that us that authority as your representatives, God. May we continue to declare these things in the earth, God, as we say, allow your kingdom, oh God, that is in heaven to come here on earth, God. Allow it to be done on earth, God, but do it through us. God, we repent of anything we've said, anything we've done, anything that we thought. God, we repent, God, for being stagnant. We repent, Lord God, for questioning your will and your authority. Oh God, your sovereignty. Father, we thank you right now, oh God, for this new day. We thank you, Lord God, for this new opportunity. We thank you, Lord God, for everything that you're doing in our life even though it may not feel good, (laughs) not as a cliche, but we know that it's truly working for our good. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. I bless God again, Pastor Mallory. I speak blessings upon your life. 
over Hope International Ministries. May you continue to advance in the kingdom, touching regions that you never even thought about, that children, see, see, sometimes we think because we're older, we cannot reach, but God has given you a reach that is going to go beyond generational lines. And Father, I thank you right now for her purity of heart. I thank you, Lord God, for her desire. Oh God, that desire, that desire. See, we say that the Lord will give us the desires of our heart according to his will. And this is the will of God for you and for the ministry that you will touch lives through generational lines. You're not just in a bracket. You're not in a 40 to 60. You're not, I don't see brackets for you. I see expansion. And so, Father, we thank you for the expansion. We thank you for the increase. We thank you for the overflow. We thank you for the manifestation. God, and may we be reminded of who you are in the words in which you have spoken. May you all have an amazing evening remembering the blessings, the promises, and the favor that God has upon your life. I love you all. Have a wonderful evening and a blessed rest of the week. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.